Hey, what is up, everybody? Welcome to the Whiskey Sessions Podcast. This is episode one, three, five. Be Pimp, how's it going with you? I'm doing great. 35, Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant is number 35. That is correct. He uh, played his rookie season, of course, with the Seattle Supersonics, and then uh, uh, they ceased to exist. It's hard to believe it's been since 2008, 14 years since the Sonics have existed. We were... I was a graduating college that year. Yeah. Um, so folks at home, of course, we are, we are back live. Uh, we had an episode a couple of weeks ago as well. And I know we took a, a, a few eps off because I was having uh, another kid, uh, not me personally, uh, but my wife. And I was there to watch. Uh, but we now have a son, Malcolm, born on uh, April 25th. And uh, eight pounds, 12 ounces, healthy baby boy, doing great. Uh, but yeah, we're excited. We, Future in a girl now. Yeah. And it's awesome because you've got the opposite of my family, which is older, older girl, younger boy. And he's a future number one entrant on the list when we talk about the best NBA players of all time in about like 40 years. Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, I'm 6'2, Maggie's close to 5'8. I think this kid is going to be like six, seven, six, eight. I don't six, eight. Yeah. Like a a seven foot five wingspan. He's going to be one of those guys. Dead eye shooter. Good D, um, you know, sneaky, quick, good athleticism. I I think this kid is going to pay for a really great house for us. (laughs) Yep. That's I've already been telling him that. Uh, but we are, we, we talked about basketball for the last episode. For this one, we are, we are rounding out the 2010s conversation. Uh, so I know people have been waiting on bated breath. What are your favorite video games from the 2010s? This is the episode for it. We will tell you. Um, and uh, yeah, I got to say for me, I don't know about you, B-Pimp, but like, I actually didn't play a crazy amount of video games between 2000 and 2010. So that was a tough list for me. But the the uh, the last decade, 2010 to 2019, kind of reinvigorated some video game playing, and I, and I played like a lot of video games with Maggie. So the kind of different style of video games, but we played some. So I definitely yeah. have like a definitive list. Yeah, I play. I my list is kind of like some games I discovered recently made it high up on there. So yeah, and I definitely played more. I feel like that came out this decade. Yeah. Uh, all right, well, we'll get to that in a minute. But first, we got to get to the whiskey that you have for this episode, B-Pimp. What are you drinking? I've got an almost empty bottle of, <laughs> of Knob Creek Rye. Do you have enough to taste test? <laughs> I do have enough to taste test. So the story on this is before we had our um, our hiatus, I had like <laughs> bought this bottle. And I, and I actually, I bought it a while before, and it was like my backup one for the next time we recorded. And I was like, oh, we're going to have a little bit of time off. I'm just going to dive in and see how I think what I think about it. So I've wiped my brain with the men in black stick. So I don't yep. remember what it tasted like. So you this don't is still remember a fresh Will taste. Smith smacking Chris rock. <laughs> no, no. And then he hit me and now I don't remember much. And yeah. especially about this whiskey. Um, that's not funny. It was a bad moment. You shouldn't hit people, but for real, I don't remember anything about this whiskey. I had no hot takes for like that happening. I just was like, well, oh, that was crazy. Yeah, it's like, wow, Chris Rock did about as much as you could do with that situation. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What would you do? Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, this is a knob freak. We've never had any knob freak products on this podcast. Shockingly, I That's had a positive. Insane. I would have. Yeah, we have, but we haven't. We haven't. We have uh, never had it. Um, I've had it before. I've had like their their bourbon and their rye at some point before in the distant past. But this is a well regarded brand. It's this rye specifically won the International Wine and Spirit Competition Quality Award Gold Medal, World's Best Rye in 2016. All right. Um, and it's 100 proof, so 50% alcohol by volume. So it's a little strong. And yeah. Oh, it's made in um, it's made in Claremont, Kentucky. Okay. I uh, yeah, I'm curious as to how this will be because I I like Knob Creek. Um, I don't think I've had their rye though. Ooh, perfect sipping amount. I saved innately. I saved just the right amount. Yeah. Also, a little fun fact: we're recording on a Monday. I fast on Mondays. So I'm having some whiskey without any food. So this is probably a good idea. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I ate a ton before this. So I should be good to go. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. I may just have like a couple sips. Yeah, intermittent fasting. It's fun, folks. Look into it if you're interested. Does it... What do you try to accomplish out of it? Is it just a weight loss thing or... It started when I was trying to lose weight and I've been maintaining for a couple of years, but I just liked it because it helps my energy levels the rest of the week. I noticed if I fast on Mondays, but disclaimer, it's not for everybody, of course, because some people, if you don't eat every couple hours, like their blood sugar goes bananas. So definitely ask your physician. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I like it, but yeah, so you could see the knob Creek rye, Nice for a rye, nice, um, similar color to the one you just had. Mm-hmm. Kind of the caramely um, taste to it. Or appearance. We're on the rye train. Yeah. It smells, I mean, honestly, for a rye, it doesn't have like a really strong odor. It's kind of just middle of the road. I don't usually feel like. Rise have a super distinct odor. Mm-mm. What I notice about this compared to all the other rise I've had, which is actually kind of a lot, um, it has the spicy finish, and and it actually kind of increases. I think you mentioned this with yours; like it increases more as it goes on. But it's not really strong. Like some rise really hit you with it. This one is more subtle, and it almost subtle in build. Yeah, and it, it kind of skews more towards like a bourbon than a rye, I think. Mm-hmm. But still, it finishes like a rye and has the spicy aftertaste to it. Yeah, it's on the smooth train. I don't, I'm not... I mean, I, what am I trying to prove here? It's Knob Creek. Everybody knows it's good. Um, if for some reason you've never heard of it or whatever, I give my full endorsement. I think it's probably... I'm probably going to go back to Knob Creek more often because I do really think they make quality products. So, And honestly, now that you have said... And I did not realize this, that we have not had any Knob Creek products. Uh, I might go ahead and get a couple because I already know I like Knob Creek and I, I haven't had it in a little bit because I've been trying other things, but I'd like to revisit it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if all we've had is the rye, which clearly is on the smooth train, you don't yep. need two sips to make that call. I mean, two sips preceded by, I don't know, 50 sips. 
but, yeah, the ones I forgot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, but uh, not good at all. I, I always like Knob Creek. Mm-hmm. Solid. Uh, cool. Another one for the smooth train. Uh, I'm liking that we are we are ending our hiatus with uh, with two smooth train whiskeys to get. That's right. Because I I know our listeners are just like, you you got to tell us what we should be drinking. Yeah, they had a really a dry month or whatever it was month plus there yeah uh all right we have got to talk about the best video games of the 2010s any themes in your list become i did notice that they tend i do i'm not gonna reveal it but i i noticed like the games i really like to play the most it's very apparent by what my list ended up being like it just really fits in with that like i have very particular taste in the games i like yeah, mine is very Mario heavy, <laughs> very Nintendo focused and Mario heavy because that's mm-hmm. just the systems that we've had. We've had a Wii, a Wii U, and a Switch, and that's it. Yep. Uh, so get ready. That's what the, my list is going to be. Um, <laughs> all right. Without further ado, these are our top five video games of the 2010s. More than four, less than six. It's the top five. All right, my number five is Mario Kart 8 from 2014 on the Wii U. Now, I didn't, actually, I don't even have Mario Kart 8 Deluxe for the Switch. I'm sure it would be similar or better or whatever. Um, There are a ton of Wii U games that also got ported over to the Switch, so I'm not going to bother with, like, that comparison. Uh, But a really good version of Mario Kart, I got to say. I think it was better than the Wii version, and there have been a lot of good versions of Mario Kart. Without a doubt, but this this was a, a strong one, uh, and I uh, I had to put it on the list. We played it a lot. We do. We have that for Switch. It's fun for sure. Yeah, I don't know what the difference is with Deluxe. I kind of want to check it out. Uh, I'm not. I didn't. Anything. Yeah, I didn't play the Wii U one, so I, could, I do know that they had like multiple versions of courses. I don't know if maybe that's part of it. Maybe. But yeah, it was. It's fun. It's at least I played it a little bit. It's definitely a good time. Nice. All right, what's your number five? My number five is Grand Theft Auto Five from 2013. Nice. I have not played this very much. I'm sure it would be on my list if I had. It's a lot of fun. I have it. I have two copies. I had it for Xbox 360, and then I got it for Xbox One when I got that. And it was worth getting the newer version because it just looks amazing. But yeah, I've always been a fan of Grand Theft Auto games. Um, I think it's just like a really impressive achievement. Like the the way that the attention to detail in the in the world that they build is really fun to play. So if you're into those kind of games, it's it's a good time. When are they going to do a new Grand Theft Auto? I'm not sure because um like GTA Online basically, which is like a version of five that they continually update and release new content for, is still like selling like crazy. So I feel like they're just they're kind of living with that for a while. And I haven't heard I personally haven't heard rumors about like a six huh. coming out, but I'm sure there will be one. I mean, they had so many versions of the game. Like the first one I ever played was GTA two, which was like a bird's eye view, which I still thought was really cool. Yeah. Then yeah, you had like Grand Theft Auto three. Then you had like various versions of that. uh, Vice city, Vice city, San Andreas, Grand Theft Auto four. And they churned them out pretty fast. And then five and then online and they stopped. Yep. Um, But yeah, super fun game. Uh, My number four is super Mario Odyssey from 2017 on the switch. 
I think this would be higher on my list if it weren't for the fact that Maggie and I just like ran through it in like a few days. I have, I'm ashamed to admit it, but I have, um, oh wait, it's not on this. I think I have that and I haven't played it yet. It's really good, but you will get through it in like a short amount of time. Yeah, I got the, I got this 3D All-Stars one with Galaxy 2. Galaxy Ooh. and 64 and... Nice. I have never played Galaxy. I heard that uh, when I was looking through other lists, I've heard a lot of people like Super Mario Galaxy 2. Yeah, I heard I that too. That. I haven't played that one either. Um, but yeah, it's it's a great game. It, it, it's just like, there have been a lot of Mario games of like different 2D, 3D over the last decade. But this one is clearly, it's like the one that they spent the most time like really thinking about crafting it. It's got like some 2D elements. Um, but yeah, my only complaint is that we just, like Maggie and I usually spend like a lot of time on a game and we got through this one like entirely too fast. Yeah. Um, all right, what's your number four? My number four is another Rockstar game and it's Max Payne 3 from 2012. Oh, I played the original Max Payne, but uh, how was Max Payne 3 different? Max Payne 3 has just like got amazing um, controls for like, you you recall it's like that bullet time thing where you can like move in slow motion. They just pretty much updated that into like a fully 3D, like really pretty game for Xbox 360. And the story is set in Brazil and it's like very, um, they like really spent a lot of time getting the accents right. And they have a lot of like, the atmosphere is really cool. And it's just like, it's a hard game and it's got that thing where like you want to replay levels multiple times to like get achievements and stuff. It's like really, I spent a lot of time playing that game. It's a lot of fun. Nice. Yeah. I, I like the original Mac. I played it on like computer, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, Me too. But yeah, no, good call there. Uh, my number three is new super Mario brothers. U from 2012 on the Wii U. And this is like a, a 2D style Mario game uh, that Maggie and I played a lot. And we still like, <clears throat> great game, well-crafted. I, I like 2D Mario games a lot. And uh, Maggie and I still joke, like if you, you can play it two players. And if one of the characters kind of gets off screen, it gets like, he gets like Mario or Luigi gets like uh, put into a floating bubble. And when that happens, the character says, like, help, get me out of here. <laughs> and for some reason, that is just, like, a running joke for us. <laughs> it's a weird game, and they've done different versions of it. And I know there's some on Switch as well. But it's, like, it's a really fun game. If you miss 2D Mario games like Mario 1, 2, 3, and Super Mario, uh, this, like, really does it for us. That's that's one I missed that I want to play because I never had a Wii U and I, I have to get that because I know I can probably get it on something that I have. Yeah, they did a, a deluxe version for the Switch too, just like okay, game. okay. So definitely check it out there. Uh, what is your number three? My number three is Rayman Legends, which I played on the Switch, but I think it's on all the oh. consoles. It's a. Have you heard of that or played it? Honestly, we played it a tiny bit, and we didn't get far in it on Wii U, I think. Okay. This is what, yeah, this, um, it came out in 2017. It's, I have not been a longtime fan of the Rayman series, but I went back and played some other ones after I found this game, and I, I really love it. It's just, like, a really good platformer with, like, really tight controls and, like, a lot of 
they really motivate you to like a hundred percent complete the levels. Cause there's always like hidden ways that you can complete them. And there's a lot of stuff to find. Mm-hmm. Um, but it really moves fast and the controls are satisfying. And it's, I've played through it like five or six times on the switch. It's a lot of fun. I like those like 2d platformers. Like we didn't quite get into that one, but one that just missed my left. That was similar was like donkey Kong country tropical freeze. Yeah. Which I hear really, really good things about that to leave off. To, to leave off my list. It is an honorable mention, but yeah, those games are fun. Yeah, my sister has a Switch and she likes, she just played that and she likes it a lot. Nice. Uh, all right, my number two is NBA 2K19 from 2018 on the Switch. And I played this game a ton and it's been my thing where I probably get a new NBA game like every three or four years. So I had this one for a while and I played it and then I just got 2K22. They didn't change and Ryan Burkett already warned me of this, but they didn't change anything in three yeah. years. I am like flabbergasted. They didn't do anything except update the roster. There's like hardly a difference in the game at all. But I will say, I like 2K19. I played it a ton. It's a, it is a bummer though that they that's they can get away with that now. Like because there's no because they still sell. Yeah. yeah, I I think that is the one bummer that's it's actually happened with all of the sports. I think. Yeah. Like, Madden competes with nobody anymore. Uh, 2K, the 2K series doesn't compete with live. That doesn't exist anymore, I don't think. Or- I had a live for Xbox One, but I think it might have been the last one. I liked it, too. Yeah, and like I think there's not really a lot of competition on the baseball front, either. Like No, have- there's one game. Yeah. It's what- the show. Why is that? What it's happened? just... I don't know. It's like a lot of different industries. Like They just... It got to the point where, like... It used to be that Madden was system agnostic, and then there was like 2K with Sega. It started with the Dreamcast, mm-hmm. and then once that, like, I don't know if it split out or it like stopped being. They they started competing for a while, but now it even happens with like wrestling games. Um, I think AEW is going to make one now, but WWE just has the only wrestling game, so they have no they have no motivation to do anything. Like you said, they basically just milk money out of people with microtransactions, and then like update the rosters. Like that's all they yeah. do. That's aggravating. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, what's your number two? Darksiders 2, which is also an Xbox One. Oh, never played it. What kind of game? It's an action RPG, so it's like, um, it's a lot of like combat button mashing, really fun. And then, but on the flip side, you're also like trying to beef up your um, like arsenal and like your weapons and, and powers and stuff. And it's just a lot of fun. Another one, I, I replay it like a lot. It's kind of inspired by like the N64 Zelda games, but then it, but then set in like a modern, like dark kind of like dark mythology type storyline, basically. Yeah. I, uh, I would love to get into a game like that. The other thing, when I was looking at these lists that I realized I want to play and, uh, just really haven't is I want, I want to play either red dead redemption or the sequel. But like those were high up on everybody's list. I'm like, man, that looks fun. Don't let this dissuade you at all because this is I know this is my own weirdness, but I bought two. I played it for an hour and I never went back to it. It just oh. took I did not get into it at all. It was like I was like the first hour or whatever it was, I was just like, Oh my god. It was like some cabin and you had to like figure out who was sick and I'm like, I don't what, what the hell is this? But I know people that have like spent hundreds of hours playing it so it's definitely not i don't think a, um a reflection of the quality of the game i think it's just my own interest well you don't want to start a game like that either no 
Yeah. I uh we were playing is it Animal Planet? I don't know. We bought Animal Planet. And it like is that what it's called? Animal Crossing? Animal Crossing, thank you. Yeah. Uh and we could not get into it to save our life, even though that's high on a lot of lists too. Yeah. Uh I feel like I'm missing something with that game, or I don't get it, but it was like not that fun. Yeah, Lisa um, played it. I didn't I it was not it. I didn't get it either. All right. My number one, no brainer for me. I knew it. I knew it long time ago. Whenever I realized whenever we get to this decade, it's it's a giveaway. But it's the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild from 2017. It's on the Wii U and the Switch. We bought it for both and the expansion packs for both. We dumped a lot of money into this game. <laughs> and now I'm just like, when is the effing sequel coming out? It keeps getting delayed. But this game is amazing. I would like I and I am one for nostalgia too, where sometimes I feel like nothing could be as good as it ever was. But like, I could make the argument that I think it's the best video game of all time. Wow. That's pretty, pretty high praise. Yeah. It, I didn't even well, know there was an expansion pack. Yeah, it's fun. Um, we, uh, I, I don't know, this might not mean anything to most of our listeners, but we even bothered to, and this is Maggie's idea find all 900 Korok seeds in the game, which is like spread out throughout the map. There's 900 of them, and we did it. That's how completist we were for the game. Did you do everything you could do in it? Like 100%? Yeah. I mean, wow. That's yeah, impressive. I think we did. That's pretty impressive. I, that's another one. I have it sitting right in front of me, and I have, it, I have not played it. So at some point, I know I have to because I hear everybody talk about like you're not the only person I've heard say it's the greatest game ever. I just so. recall, like, it takes a certain type of game for Maggie to get into it. Like, she's not really a, a gamer. Mm-hmm. But what I remember is when we first got Zelda, and we got it, like, when it came out. We bought it. She started playing it. I think I was off the... I was doing, like, some music stuff in another room. And I realized I didn't, I didn't hear anything for, like, a couple of hours. And then I came back out, and she was still, like, glued to the screen. <laughs> I've never seen Maggie with a video game like that. Cause the only game she would play would be like with me, like a game like Mario Kart, something that's like fun for everybody. But this game right. like loved. Yeah. Um so yeah, that's uh it's a great game. I am I am waiting for the sequel and we even bought uh it was like Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity or something like that. That's just not the same. It's is like, that like a offshoot? Like, yeah, it's like this okay. offshoot of much more like battle games. It's not that fun. Oh, okay. I don't know. We got through some of it, but stopped playing. But yeah, do you have any honorable mentions? I have oh, my right. number one. You have, you have your number one. Sorry, jump to jump the gun. What's your number one? I, and I do have two honorable mentions. But first, my number one, surprisingly for me, because I just started playing this game this year. And be, I've beaten it in the last couple months. I've probably beaten it 10 times because that's how into it I got. It's 2016's reboot of Doom for Xbox One. Oh, no shit. It's awesome. It's so great. It's like the greatest game ever. I loved Doom. We had it on computer in like the mid-90s. And yep. it was like I was at a, an age too where like the game kind of like scared me a little bit too. Like it was perfect. This one is this Lisa watches me play it and she's just like, Oh my God, what is happening in this game? But it's just, the pacing is so perfect. It's so much fun. There's no, like you always know where you need to go, but then you can do things like whatever way you want. So you never are like just stagnating. You're always moving. It's like really fast pace. And it's got that thing where like you, when you finish a level, it shows you all these stats of what you could have done. 
and you can like perfect it. So it's just really, it's, it's great. And I got, there's a sequel that came out called Doom Eternal in 2020. And I bought that too. And I love this first one so much. I haven't even touched the sequel yet. I just keep replaying the first one. So nice. it's like, it's, it's great. Yeah. Uh, what were your two honorable mentions? One of them's kind of a cheat because it's like I couldn't pick one game, but the Forza Horizon games, the racing games for Xbox, they're like open world um, festivals where you they have like really awesome graphics and driving controls. I'm kind of toying with the idea of getting one of those um, steering wheel things for Xbox to play those because I think it would be cool. Ooh, nice. But I haven't pulled the trigger because they're like a couple hundred bucks and it feels like a waste. Um it probably is because I'd probably do it for like an hour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and be like, okay, that was cool. I have a car I could drive. Um, and then the other one is uh, double dragon neon, which is like a 2012, I think um, like still updated version. Of yeah. It's like an oh. updated version that this like indie company made, but it's really fun. Yeah. I remember that on like super Nintendo, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, Okay, yeah, great call there. My, uh, I only had two honorable mentions as well. I already mentioned one of them in Donkey Kong Country, mm-hmm. Tropical Freeze. Uh, the other one is Super Mario 3D World uh, from 2013 on the Wii U. That was a great game as well. Nice. But I mentioned we've kind of only been playing Mario games. We don't have that many games. I think we have like seven or eight games on the Switch, and half of them are Mario games. They make, they make, they make a lot of them. They're usually good. Yeah, I can't, I can't uh, debate that. But yeah, at this point, I am just waiting on New Zelda. It needs to happen. Yeah. It was already, it was going to be Christmas of 2022. That was already delayed, it sounds like, to spring of 2023. And that makes me feel like it's probably going to be delayed to Christmas of 2023. Come on. Oh, man, on a year and a half, you'd have to wait. Our kids are going to be in college by the time this is out. They're going to be playing their own video game systems at their dorm rooms before you get to play the New Zelda. <laughs> Uh, all right. If you have video games from the 2010s that you wanted to mention that we didn't mention, go ahead and hit us up on our Twitter feed. That's at Whiskey Sessions or email us at whiskeysessionsmusic at gmail.com and we will read your email on a future episode. But we got to get to your emails for this episode. So without further ado, these are your emails. You sent us emails to read emails and now we'll read them. Uh, all right, I've got an email that says, gentlemen, I've got a business proposition for you that I think is too good to pass up. I've started to distribute whiskey across this great land, but what I need more than anything is for other folks, like you two gentlemen, to start distributing as well. You can sell to your friends and family, and then if you're successful enough, you can convince them to start selling my whiskey as well. The best part, you'll get a cut of the whiskey that they sell and we'll all get rich. And this is from Emma in Pagosa Springs, Colorado. This sounds like a pyramid scheme, kind of. If, if I'm going to be in a pyramid scheme, I want there to be whiskey. So let's go. Whiskey pyramid scheme. Sign us up. Yep, we're in. <laughs> yeah, that was easy. Uh, <laughs> what else have we got in the old email inbox? Dear Whiskey Sessions, with all due respect, I think the biggest story of the NBA playoffs has been the level of animosity between Luka Doncic and whatever cr- opposing crowd he happens to be playing against. Every time he makes a three, he tells them to be quiet or some other taunt. It's a level of commitment I respect. Who is your pick for favorite player to hate in your history of NBA watching? Sincerely, not Quinn Snyder. <laughs> well, I mean, okay, my favorite player to hate is Michael Jordan. But like, if I'm going to pick, like, a, I don't know. Like some other player that's like less well known. Mine's hard. John Starks. John Starks is a good one. I'll uh, I'll add another John. 
John Stockton. Oh, yeah. I fucking hated those Jazz teams. Yeah, they were brutal. Yeah. Uh, I just felt... Greg Ostertag. Ugh. Yeah. That, uh, <laughs> yeah, who rounded out their starting lineup? So it was like... John Shannon Stockton, Anderson. Shannon Anderson, Byron Russell. Yeah. Carl Malone and Greg Ostertag. Ugh. Well, no, they had Jeff Hornacek, too. Oh, yeah, Jeff Hornacek. So... I also feel like they had the most explicit home court advantage of any team. It was like they had their own refs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big time. Yeah. Carl Malone got so many calls. I know I can't say anything because I was a Bulls fan, but he got a lot yeah, of calls. He really did. Um, yeah, it's kind of funny. I didn't mind them losing. I hated the Bulls, but I did not mind the Jazz losing to the Bulls for two straight finals. I thought that was fine. Yeah. You were picking the lesser of two evils. Definitely. Uh, all right, folks at home, uh, send us your emails. Again, our email address is whiskey sessions music at gmail.com. We don't do Yahoo. We don't do Lycos. We don't do AOL. None of that. Gmail. Um, we don't yeah. do Hotmail. No, we don't do Hotmail. Um, man, I had a Hotmail account. I wonder if anybody has like, emailed me at it in the last 15 years, if I'm just missing <laughs> something important. <laughs> Probably not. Um, all right. Until next time, be pimp. Do you have any words of listen? Uh, ooh, words of wisdom to leave our listeners with? Um, just we're back. We are Better back. Than Maybe. Uh, until next time. Hey, also send us some top five list ideas. We're yep. we're uh, we're out of the 2010s. We can't do the 2020s because practically this decade just started. Uh, so. Uh, hit us up with top five list ideas and we will do them on a future episode. Uh, but until next time, this is Amitz saying peace out. And Beepim saying hello and goodbye. Yeah. <laughs>